All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Hello again, and welcome to Prim Screwheads Talk Horror. I'm Screwhead Dan. And I'm Screwhead Andrew. And we are here once again to dissect this member and discuss horror movies. Today's horror movie, we're heading back to found footage. Uh, we are going to go ahead and talk about 2015 uh, Hell House LLC, which is a found for- footage horror movie about a, a group of young entrepreneurs who decide to create a haunted house based out on an abandoned hotel. Spoilers, the haunted house attraction is indeed haunted. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, we'll get to that. Anyway, Andrew, how the hell are you doing? I am doing uh, pretty good. Um, anything's happened since we last talked. I think last time we talked was our Halloween uh, special. Um, yeah, we finished up Reboot Ween, and we took a little bit of a break, and now we're heading back into it. Yeah, boy. Um, I don't I think, I think I'm doing good. I don't I think anything's come up. Oh, I finally got to see uh, Digimon... Uh, the beginning, uh, which is that Digimon movie that came out, which I think I talked about a little while ago. It was not very That's good, so nice. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was a little sad. Uh, but mm. they did bring out the classic Pokemon the first movie thing, where you were given a pack of like exclusive Digimon cards when you went to go see it, which was a pleasant surprise. So mm-hmm. uh, go see it for the cards, maybe not for the movie. The movie's not nearly as good as Kizuna was, uh, which was the last movie they released. Um, so gotcha. a, little, a little sad. But how are you doing? Yeah. Uh, doing good, doing good. Now, I was about to say, I thought you were going to say the same thing, where they did the Pokemon movie of uh, doing um, the classic 90s Pokemon soundtrack. What was it? Brother, My Brother at the very end of the Ah, oh, fucking Blessed Union of Souls? Dude, that was such a good yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. And they, they did uh, Hey Leonardo as well, right? She likes oh, me did... for me. That was them? I think that oh, was damn. the same band. Oh, wow. Yeah. They also did, I believe. Yeah, they, they, were, they, were, they had some jams. They had some like emotional good sounding things you know it's good yeah yeah good stuff good stuff right there uh yeah no i'm doing well um i do have a little bit of a recommendation it's not a horror but it is kind of horror adjacent there are horrific moments in it uh started watching scavengers rain which is a new animation that popped up on um hbo have you heard of it yeah i watched um i watched two episodes one night uh when i was higher drunk one of the two but uh okay i, I definitely have watched some of it <laughs> <laughs> can't tell gotcha, you much gotcha. about it but i definitely watched it <laughs> yeah no it's good it's um I, I definitely would recommend it we watched the first half of the series uh thus far uh last night and it's uh pretty cool it's very like nausicaa inspired in terms of like a whole bunch of people crash land on an alien planet and they have to figure out how to survive on it do a really good job with the world building a lot of really cool unique ideas animation that sort of thing uh curious to see how the second half turns around but uh let a little bit of body horror in there too, which is pretty cool. So we got that yeah. right there. But uh, would recommend that. Uh, but yep, yeah, other than that, not much going on on that front. Just a little bit of a break on that front. Oh, started playing a new horror game as well called Darkwood. I would recommend that one as well. Thus far, I'm only a few hours into that one. But basically, it's developed. Um, I believe the development team is Polish or somewhere Eastern European. Um, very kind of like stalker Chernobyl vibes, but it's about Mm. a forest that is constantly growing, constantly having weird stuff happen in it. And basically you play as someone who just kind of survives in the land and goes on in and has to clear away the trees every every single day and 
prevent against the weird stuff that hunts you in the middle of the night and that sort of thing. So a little bit of Minecraft, but a lot more horror. I love the style. The art is like this top-down perspective, and it's very, very cool. They do an excellent job, which is the art direction and the sound direction. The atmosphere is amazing. Um, We'll see how long it takes for the kind of core gameplay loop to drive off. Uh, But for right now, it's pretty good. So, Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Did you see that... um, Actually, I know, I know you saw this, but uh, Chucky was announced for the next killer. Yes. For Dead by Daylight, which I'm, I'm not, I was waiting for them to release that. And I saw that teaser image that they released of the, the kitchen knife missing from the um, uh, from the rack of weapons. There's a kitchen knife missing, and then there's like a stool in front of it. I think that's, it's fucking Chucky. Um, uh-huh. So I'm, I'm not too surprised. I, I, have play, I played against him a little bit. Uh, I, I played some in the uh, PTB. Um, it's, he, he seems interesting. I, I, he he kind of reminds me of just like... He like jumps at you, so he kind of reminds me of um, the twin, the, the the little twin uh, of, the, of the twins character that like gets run on and like dive at you essentially. Uh, I'm curious mm-hmm. to do anything else with him. I didn't, I haven't looked too much into his gameplay, but um, it seems interesting. Um, and yeah. with uh, the new, the first four episodes of the third season have come out of Chucky, which have been pretty good. I'm I'm kind of mm-hmm. catching up on them right now, uh, and they've been awesome. So you know, I'm 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 in a good place for Chucky right now. So I, you know, I, I accept this. <laughs> as, yeah, as definitely now. Person. It, it really is kind of very impressive in terms of, like, Dead by Daylight is basically the Super Smash Brothers of the horror community, and really the only big one they haven't gotten yet is, um, I mean, Predator, of course, but also uh, Jason, but that's just because Jason is in bright's hell. Um, there's a lot of that, stuff coming out there. I think they worked there, those out, so. though. I, I think also because they had their own game that was, like, you know, that, the other asymmetric horror of Friday Yeah, 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 yeah. But apparently it's dropped, which sucks. That game was fun. I just never had enough time to, like, really play it. Uh, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I'm sure they'll yeah. get him at some point. Or do you, know, you see, um, what's his name? The uh, Demogorgon's back, which like yep. feels kind of like, it, it's kind of like that, like ex who, you know, cheated on you and left. And then they're like, oh, I'm back. And you're like, but you already left me once. Like you already pulled out your, you know, <laughs> you had some rights issues and you pulled your shit out and wouldn't let us buy it anymore. So like, what's, what's in it for us now? <laughs> well, I think, I, think I, I feel, you know what I feel like it really is? I feel like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want, I wouldn't say that people have turned on Stranger Things, but I think people have kind of gotten to the point where they're like, you know, other than that, like, you know, deal with God song or whatever, like, people are kind of like, eh, you know, who cares? You know, and like, I feel mm-hmm. like there, I feel like there's not a lot of hype for the end of the last season, especially like, I don't know, I just people don't care. Um, I think so it just took a while. It's taken so long to come out that the hype has kind of died. Like, personally, for me, I was just like, I like season one. Season two was just like, yeah, this is okay. It's kind of more of the same. Season three, I was very weird for me because, like, I really liked it, but I definitely recognized that it did, like, nothing for the story. It was basically the same thing again and again, and I can totally understand why people don't like it. I don't know. I just like the whole summer vibe, mall vibe of it all. I mm-hmm. think they did a really good job with that. I wish that was season two. And then yeah. season four, however, I felt they really turned it around, and, like, everything was just so much more well-produced. The character and plot lines were actually running along a lot more. It didn't feel like the exact same thing as season two and three. So I am excited for season four, but again, I think the hype dying down is just, it's taken so long to come out. Like, I, I believe they haven't even started filming yet, so. They haven't? Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, there was That's a writer strike and everything, too, so. Well, I mean, they've had forever since the last season released, which was, like, two summers yeah. ago, wasn't it? Like, what, what, what is like that? Shit? Get back I in know. there. Like, I come know. on, Eleven's only going to be, like, Millie Bobby Brown already looks like she, like, not this isn't like a criticism. I think like she, she's obviously getting older. They're all getting older. So if they're trying to if they're trying yeah. to make this like you know consecutive years, it's going to be a little. And Finn Wolf, whatever his name is, I think they all they're all looking older now. Uh, mm-hmm. but I saw Lindsay's watching some. Uh, sorry, my wife was watching some. Uh, uh, 
I don't know what it was. It was something. It was something. And it was the kid, the the one who will is will the one who gets kidnapped in the first season. It was uh, like yes. him, and it, it's it's so fucking weird to see him act in a different role. And it was it was like mm-hmm. some like, therapist in him, and he's playing like a creepy kid. I'm like, yeah, you definitely work as a creepy kid, but you're also like an adult trying to play a creepy kid. It's like he's trying to play like the same character from Stranger Things back you know four seasons ago, and you're like, uh, this this is awkward, bro. You're like clearly an adult, and this guy's <laughs> talking to you like you're like twelve. It's fucking weird. Uh, could couldn't even the trailer just skeeved me. Um, but anyway, uh, on to our movie, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Speaking of a haunted house, like there was a house that was haunted in season four. Let's go into Hell House. Um, I could make another comment, but that's a spoiler for Stranger Things, so I'm not going to do that. Huh. Uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's get into this one. Um, I can't remember, did you or I suggest this one? Uh, it was you. Okay, cool. So, yeah, uh, I guess I'll get into this one real quick. This has been the movie that I've never seen before, but I've always seen people talking about it on Reddit, especially in the context of, like, found footage horror. Um, The only other context I knew about it was kind of the general premise. It is about a group of people who decide to open up a haunted house, and the house is actually haunted, um, and things do not go well for a lot of people. And the other thing I know about that is that apparently there's a very creepy clown, and everyone hates the clown. And that's pretty much all I knew about this going on in. So with that, um, Andrew, what did you think of Hell House LLC? Uh, I, I I enjoyed it. I, I think I hear a lot that its sequels tie a lot into it. So for me, as I am right now, just watching the first one, I'm like, it's an okay movie. Um, I, I, I know there's a lot of standing for it. And I think from what I've understood, that comes from the sequels. Now they play into the story. So I think where I am, I'm like, it's an okay movie. And I, But I think if I watch the sequels, I might gain out more appreciation for it right now it's you know it's, it's okay i enjoyed it i thought it was, it was well made yeah how about you and i really liked it too honestly i thought it was a pretty well-made movie it was a lot of fun it's definitely one of those movies where you can kind of tell that the director and all the actors had a lot of fun making it um mm-hmm. more so too and i want to talk about this a little bit more but they actually did um the director did do it and ask me anything on the horror subreddit i believe it was uh, but he answered a lot of questions and like turns of outstanding plot elements and confusing stuff on that front kind of putting that forward so that was a pretty fun read to kind of have on end and yes you are correct uh this was intended to be a series with two sequels from the start they intentionally kind of wanted to make it so they kind of carried over a story so you could i would say you could stop at the end of this movie and be like okay there's a few things they don't explain but not everything needs to be explained and apparently the two sequels go a lot more into it and kind of fit off a final conclusion However, I do hear that both of the sequels are not very good. Two oh, no. is basically this... Yeah, from what I hear, two is basically the same thing, but worse. And Ooh. three, it kind of gets into very kooky territory, very weird, off-putting territory. Um, and it's basically how much you can kind of accept, okay, this is the new tone of this series. We're going to go for the ride versus, no, I want more of the same from the first one. So that's kind of kind of how I view the general uh praise towards them and doing a little bit of research but other than that i mean i haven't seen them yet so can't give my opinion i'm interested in them but that's kind of general conception hmm. oh then that new one just came out yeah. too like origins which i'm assuming is the original story of the hell house or the the what's it called yeah the, the amber or something at abington uh, hotel abington. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's um yeah, there there is a sequel, the prequel that just came out on Shutter. I honestly don't know anything about it, but it has been getting pretty good reviews, kind of like a return to form. So hmm. that's that. Um, yeah, good stuff right there. 
yeah. yeah. Um, overall, yeah, I thought it was a pretty fun ride. Overall, mm-hmm. I, I definitely had a little bit of problems here and there. There were some aspects that I felt could have been explained better or kind of pushed on through better. But overall, yeah, I think uh, in terms of found footage, it is uh, probably up there in terms of uh, one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting into this real quick, I do want to talk about your history of like haunted houses. Like we're both horror uh-huh. fanatics. Are you also a haunted house guy as well? Uh, I've gone to a couple. Um, I was actually, that's actually my question for you if you've gone to the, any of these kind of haunted house experiences. Like, so obviously I went to a couple when I was a kid and I've gone to some at carnivals. I've only ever gone to one where it's kind of like this where they take like an old abandoned house and kind of like make it into, you know, like a, a scare house or whatever you call it, like a fright. Um, I I realize that they're not for me. Not like, you know, I, I, not because like the scariness of it, but I have a really hard time like – I think I've talked about this before. Some, some horror movies where, like, you know, you tell the, like, you know, or the, or the act, like, I found this in Game of Thrones a lot and kind of bad TV shows where the character is playing, like, an important character in the in the, in the show and is, like, seems very self-important as they do it. Uh, and the one of these that I went to that was one of these kind of, like, dilapidated houses they turned into one of these, you could tell the actors were, like, giving it their all, but, like, almost to, like, a crazy amount, and I, like, can't take it seriously. I don't, I get, there's that, like... For me, like because I like I have a really hard time dissociating the actor with the experience when I go to these things. So I'm just like, oh, this is just uncomfortable. Like you know, you're doing a good job. I, I, I like I, I feel like <laughs> awkward being there, and I just I feel like you know, I, 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 do I act scared? Like I, I like I also have a lot of anxiety. It's like I overthink things, and my me going to these things is like, what do I do? Like okay, I, I know you're not a real person, but I pretend like you're a real person. Like I I don't know, man. Like I don't know what to do in this situation. I just, like I think one of my I got went to at like uh, actually we're in Korea. I went with somebody to one in. Uh, a place and I was just like I, don't, I just I just fucking walked out. I just like walked through it and left. <laughs> I was just like she was like oh, I want to go through it like you know like slowly. Like, no, nah, I'm like I'm good. I'm this is I'd, it's it's just weird. I don't know what to do in this. And I just like, walked out. <laughs> like I just so that's I I, I like, can just can't picture do you kind of I can picture you kind of walking on through and like someone jumps out and scares you and you just give them a thumbs up and like good job you did a very good good scare. Good that, scare, that, buddy. That's what I think. I think I did think I do think I gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> like I just like I, I like I, I was walking there like oh nice and like just like I don't know like I always want to go to this ho- Halloween Horror Night one because I think that they're more like set up based on the movie and stuff so that might help me get more immersed in it. But like I I just have a very I have a hard time getting sutured into that experience. Uh, so it's just for me it's just like an awkward experience. So I I just can't do them really. Uh, but how about yourself? Gotcha. How, how have you? How, what's your experience with them? Yeah, no, I, I love haunted houses. Well, I, I love good haunted houses because there's so many shitty ones out there. Um, well, growing up, I grew up in a very rural town outside Chicago, and they had, like, the haunted corn mazes and that sort of thing, too. And mm. those really weren't too much. It was basically, like, they had a couple Home Depot skeletons that they hid in the corn. They had a guy with the chainsaw with the chain removed that was just constantly chasing people down. And then they had people in, like, ski masks that would jump on out from the corn at you. And that was about it. There really wasn't much more to it. Um, but one I would recommend, if anyone here is from the Chicagoland area, I, I definitely would recommend the Dungeon of Doom, which is about a hour-long train ride or, I don't know, 45-minute car ride north of the city. It's very close to the Wisconsin border. Um, but it is the best haunted house I've ever been to. Well, well worth your money. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. It does take place in a factory that was abandoned and then they purchased it and then they basically developed it into a haunted house that they develop year round it only runs during the halloween season but it basically there's there's so much in there an entire walkthrough takes about an hour and they do a really good job and just like pacing you in terms of the different environments you go through there's little skits and scenes and they do such a good job like just for example 
when you enter it, you're in the queue and you are taken to like this carousel like area. And then you step onto the, your little section of the carousel and then it spins around and it does like the opening story and everything like that. And then basically depending on where your carousel ends up, that's the section you start off with first. So they basically oh. funnel each individual person through their own individual section and they time it so that basically you are going through other sections so like they push doors they lock doors or they open doors based on where you they want you to go um that way it's not like the same path every single time it's multiple paths you do see everything but it's really really cool Um, that sounds sick yeah um, i'll actually send it on over to you because they did do a full walkthrough for 2023 and um, i'm actually excited to watch that because i forgot about that so yeah. i'll go ahead and post that to our uh, instagram as well because they are definitely amazing and worth it um other than that i have been to a few haunted houses that i do really enjoy a couple of them have been clever i can't remember if i talked about this on the podcast or to another friend uh, but there was one up in Wisconsin. I don't think it exists anymore, but one of my college buddies used to work uh, for it. Uh, she was a clown in the uh, um, Halloween or the, the haunted house. Uh, but one trap I remember was really, really cool, where basically you walk on into the room and it's like a stage play. There's like a stage and you're basically in the pits um, as you're looking up onto the stage and you realize that it's an execution. There's a man about to be hung and the judge reads off, you know, the stuff and says executioner go ahead and throw the uh then another switch or whatever it is uh but the cool thing is when the guy drops to the gallows which is basically just a trap door that he falls into with the noose around his neck um the floor you're standing on actually lowers instantly like an inch um and that was just such a cool scare because they hit it oh, very cool. very well yeah so loved that fantastic so yeah i guess when when haunted houses are clever i can really appreciate the ingenuity behind it and just Hmm. how much work gets put into it i i do really really love that but again the standard corn maze chainsaw home depot skeletons eh, not so much man i I should go to a good one man that's that's my problem they haven't gone to a good one yet (laughs) yeah definitely no if you ever go to chicago there's definitely is but i mean like up in the northeast there's got to be a few so like i feel like there are like i don't know i don't go into salem and stuff and like you know those are just like yeah touristy like terrible traffic so it's, i don't I, I yeah, there's yeah. something on that area they're probably i don't know like i've, I've gone to corn maze and stuff but those like i always feel are more just kind of like navigating which i find fun i like, i find i find a corn maze more fun because i'm just like ooh, where am i going <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> but yeah i don't know yeah um, there was something else I wanted to say too about this. Um, oh yeah, no, like, and there's also like really terrible, uh, there's haunted houses out there. For example, you ever heard, I can't remember, I had it in my notes. I don't remember. I still have it. But that one guy who basically just like abuses people and calls it a haunted yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like well he does, dark, he does like scary or something like that. Yeah. So he'll like, yeah. he'll like kidnap you and like waterboard you and stuff. And you, you, you pay like a ton of money and you like, uh-huh. you could, you know, they, they, like he, he does like basically like fucks with you i like uh i yeah i watched a documentary on it a few years ago i guess a new one was just released as well mckamey manor that was it yeah mckamey manor yeah yeah, uh, but yeah he seems insane he seems like actually insane uh-huh. uh but you know but much like this movie i'm assuming the llc you have to sign a waiver and stuff so there's a liability for you uh you know he 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 gets you to sign off on it so it's not like he just mm-hmm. tortures you like he you have to pay him for it you have to sign up for it and he like you know they go through it so like it's it's one of those weird but he situations. also says he also mm-hmm. says something like, you know, if you successfully go through the experience, which lasts like eight or ten hours or something insane like that, you get 
I don't know, some sort of, um, like, cash reward or something like that, and no one has ever won the reward because basically he just keeps making stuff up. He's just like, oh, no, the experience is not over yet. I'm going to waterboard you again. I'm going to put a chainsaw to your face again. And it just never stops um, until... So, yeah. It, 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 seems like, it seems like a shitty experience. It seems like not horror, just someone who just wants to abuse people legally. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, 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 this guy's just fucked up, honestly. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And I think, I, think, I, think there's, I think the new documentary they released was about people trying to prosecute him for it. Uh, so that's interesting because I because I think you know cool. he, 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 he videos people when he does it. Uh, yeah. So he, he'll videotape them and he'll and like you know it's it's a like creepy. And he, I think he posted it on his website too or something like that. I can't. I, the, the documentary I watched had a few different people uh, who kind of did extreme things. I think he was the worst. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he does some fucked up shit and like just yeah, you know, just seems seems like an ass. Seems like somebody who just sitting there for the power trip. Um, yeah, it's like if something eventually does come out and he gets arrested for endangerment or abuse or something like that, it'd be like. It's always the ones you most suspect. <laughs> I know. He, he, he flew under the radar for so long. How could we not have gotten him? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's get into Hell House LLC. You want to go over the summary? You want me to? What are you feeling? Uh, I, I can try. I can try. I can try. All right. All right, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so this movie is, you know, pretty standard for a found footage film. And as Dan mentioned, it's it's very bare bones structure. Um, so basically, the, the movie, um, uh, you know, it, it opens up with kind of a flash forward of, uh, you know, a uh, uh, the events of that night that they're going to discuss in the film. But basically, um, it's kind of framed around a narrative of these reporters kind of doing some investigative journalism about the incident at the is it the Abaddon Hotel or the Hell House LLC event. Uh, and then from there, we um, we basically they're interviewing somebody, one of the the members of the crew, and we kind of flash back into basically how L- how House LLC, who is this company that goes around and hosts these haunts, um, kind of got this hotel, and they're going to remake it for this October season to you know make their um, their haunt, and uh, you know basically see them constructing it. They kind of run across like, along the way, they kind of come across a couple like creepy things happening, like clowns moving, like you know the bodies moving mm-hmm. around, people kind of. You know, hearing bumps in the night and whatnot, um, and it culminates essentially in uh, the the night of the house opening, and you kind of get to see the same kind of scene you saw in the beginning uh, of you know things going to shit, but from the perspective of the crew as they're trying to manage what's going on, um, all the way up to the end uh, where you kind of have a, a reveal as to um, you know what's going on and kind of maybe even uh, some deceptive things that are going on within the production company itself and kind of uh, the investigative report that's happening is kind of affected by it i don't want to give too much mm-hmm. away because i know we haven't kind of spoiler full yet but yeah and definitely time. and this movie does have a few <laughs> twists and turns you probably don't want to get spoiled um but yeah it's kind of a bunch of framing devices the movie itself is supposed to be a documentary about this event that happened at this haunted house but they also use footage from the group setting up these haunted house and then we also have like youtube videos of the night the opening nights um from um patrons and people who go on in there so it's kind of a triple layer on that front most of the movie takes place uh from video footage of the people setting up the haunted house and like the weird stuff that happens up until opening night um but i did want to ask you like what was your opinion of like the first i don't know third or so that the whole setup basically just kind of what you were talking about the the, the newsreel of the event of like oh this is hell house llc this is the introduction to it before we actually dive into the characters uh, what would you think of that whole process so like so like up up the the parts leading up to the footage of them starting to make the house kind of correct yes yeah I, it was all right uh, I thought I thought it was the weakest part for me um, 
personally, I just thought, like, I don't know, like, I, I like those true crime documentary kind of parts because it did seem like that. You know, they were tying in other footage and stuff, and that was cool. Um, but I did feel, I don't know, it, I guess to me that part felt the most amateur of it, I guess, to a degree. Like, I just felt like the, I don't know, some of the, um, the cutaways and the you know the interview parts they weren't substantial enough to really be adding anything to it kind of so it kind of just felt like they're doing it for the sake of doing it so some of the cutaways some of like the experts talking um and again that, that kind of that i think made the movie drag for me a little bit i think like once um how to say this i feel like for me a horror movie is about building these characters so that we can then kind of care about them and this in the framing device of outside of the characters of a like kind of you know the, the modern day before the flashback uh, we don't spend enough time with them to really do much, and we spend so much time cutting away from them so that, like, you know, these characters we don't really care about. So, to me, the movie didn't really start until we kind of cut forward to them actually making the Hell House. Uh, and even then, I think we had, I don't think we had enough time. Like, I don't know any of the characters' names. <laughs> so, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, it, I think it hurt the film. Like, I, I appreciate it, but I think it also hurt the film. Um, okay. Because it, I think it, it made it hard for me to, uh, I don't know, bond with, bond with either set of them. But... I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, otherwise, I would you know, I would enjoy that if that was the full movie, but since it was kind of a separation, it made it hard for me. How about you? Yeah. No, I really liked the opening. I thought it was a very effective way to kind of set it up. I do agree it was very amateurish, but, like, the whole movie was very amateurish as well, and that's I kind of find it endearing um, on that front. But the mm-hmm. whole true crime set up, the whole kind of going on through and seeing exactly all the live reactions to it, bringing it back to YouTube and kind of talking about, oh yeah, this is the YouTube live stream or whatever it is on that front too. Yeah, I I, I was very curious. I was just like, oh, this is this is a kind of a unique pre- premise. Uh, what's mm-hmm. going on here? Let's go ahead and figure out exactly what's uh, the, uh, yeah, what would happen for this to uh, be so fucked up. So it felt, yeah. it felt really familiar to me. Like I felt like it felt like I'd seen that part before. I'm trying to think of what movie, but I think there's a movie where that exact same kind of thing happens, where it, it's that thing uh, of Poughkeepsie the lead tapes, up. maybe? It, it could be, but I think Poughkeepsie tapes, it, it was a lot more kind of focused on the documentary side of it, with a lot less, like, actual, uh-huh. like, without a chunk of story, but kind of, kind of that same lead-in, because I think, I think Poughkeepsie tape kind of, to me, stayed more um, constant in how it used that editorial style. I feel like it's dropped for a good section of this film, um, or, that, you know, that maybe that, that third or, you know... Uh, two-thirds kind of happens in the middle there um but I, i'm trying to think but i think that, that may have been also what kind of got me off so i think it, i think it it reminded me of another movie i just can't remember quite just can't quite place what it was maybe it may have been like a framing device for like uh maybe i'm thinking of like uh the vhs movie or something like that i don't know um mm-hmm. but i feel like i feel like this is actually something happened there where somebody they're, they're like oh here's this thing here's the survivor oh she gave us these films oh, okay now we're gonna watch these films oh we cut back to how the films are done and now this other thing's going on i feel like i've seen that mm-hmm. exact same thing like I, I can't place it but i know there's a movie that has the exact same plot i think that's kind of why i was like hmm <laughs> like i don't know maybe i, I maybe i'd seen this a little earlier it may have made it feel more original to me uh, but again i'm not saying that's bad it's just i think it helped it, it kind of brought me out of it a little bit um mm-hmm. yeah gotcha gotcha all right cool um, going on into this as well, I'm trying to think of a couple things. Um, yeah, I, I really, I feel like we can't really talk too much about this without more spoilers on this front. So I think we've both kind of given our opinion on this movie. If you do like found footage, um, and the premise seems interesting to you, I definitely would check it out. Um, is there anything you want to talk about before we jump into spoiler territory? No, no. Like I, I, like I said, a little negative on it. I, I, I liked it. I would definitely suggest watching it. I think it's good, and I'm I'm going to see the sequels because I want to know what's going on. So I'm gonna. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's enough for me to get to want to go watch more. Cool, cool, cool. All right, awesome. 
Well, going on into the next one then. So we are in spoiler territory at this point. And where do you want to start off with on this? Oh, my God. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> so there's yeah, a lot of cool. Go ahead. There you go. There you go. Uh, no, there, there there are a lot of cool scenes here and there, uh, one of which is, like, the clown mannequin that just keeps popping up and, like, moving around the um, by itself around the house. Because we, we do find out um, fairly early on in the movie, basically, that this um, hotel is haunted because the prior hotel um, owner um, hunt himself in the dining room um, of this hotel, and they've shut down since then. It's also very, very heavily implied that he murdered a wife and child as well. Um, hmm. Don't really get into the reasons as to why he did it. I'm assuming the sequels go into that. Um, but basically, that's kind of why it was haunted at this point. And little stuff is happening here and there. Oh, one more thing I wanted to ask you as well. Did you watch the regular version on Amazon Prime, or did you watch the director's cut with like 10 minutes of extra footage? Um, I watched it on Prime, but I watched it on my, like, Shutter app, so I don't know which version it was. Okay. Um, um, it's basically the same thing, just a couple scenes, a couple stairs have a little bit more detail, especially the basement scene. Um, later on in the movie, they definitely give it a lot clearer as to what actually is going on in the basements, whereas no, so I, I think it's... I have the... no idea what the fuck happened in the basement, so that, that, that probably okay, sounds that good. <laughs> All right, yeah, I watched that, it too. And there there is a you. YouTube video that basically shows you like every single little bit of the extra footage. So that's kind of nice. Um, okay, awesome. All right, but all right yeah. good. Yeah, but it, it really, you did not miss much. There's, there's just little things here and there. It's just like, oh, that makes more sense by context. There we go. Uh, but yeah, basically that's that right there. Um, I don't know, the clown, we could talk about that. Um, how about just kind of the reveal in terms of what exactly is happening to this house? Um, well, you know mm-hmm. what? No, no, let's talk about the characters. Let's talk about the characters. Uh, what right. did you think of our characters for today? Uh, you know, okay, you watch that guy with the glasses, right? Uh, you, you yeah. know, um, you know, the Moasia one or to boldly flee those movies that they made, uh, you know, the the movies that they made about like, oh, the, yeah, the, the, like the, Kiss the, the channel awesome. or whatever it was, Kiss Kickassia yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of like what I imagine the production of that was like. Where, like, I don't know these characters' <laughs> names, but, like, main guy was, like, Doug Walker or whatever, just, like, you know, super into it. And then there were, like, kind of all the other people who were kind of there, but, like, were friends and were just kind of doing it. But, like, he went a little crazy, maybe. You know, like, I don't know. It, it uh, the, I, I don't know any of the characters, but I kind of know their stereotypes or archetypes. But I, I did lose track. Okay. I did not know that there was a fourth guy. Same. I thought there were three, <laughs> I thought there were three dudes. I thought there was Paul. Oh, I know a name. The Paul, the film guy, main uh-huh. guy, and then guy who kind of looks like Zach Ward. Who like appears every now and then? I think is want to talk to him like in the wood when they were sat down in the in the wheat for that one weird scene. Uh, yeah. But I, but then I'm looking at the poster for it and there's or the picture the cover for it and there's three guys or four guys and I don't know who the fourth one is or where he came from. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't, I don't I don't remember that. Did he survive? Did one of them survive? Uh, uh, no, everyone everyone died except for Sarah and we we know what happened to her at the end of this movie as well. So yeah, every everyone's died. Some of them disappeared into the walls and some of them actually died. Wait, what? Died. So disappeared yeah, into the no, walls? That was, yeah, no, that was a thing. Like that that was actually something that they said. So basically at the very beginning of this movie, when they're going through the YouTube footage of the one patron, um, the woman calls nine one one and says, They're blah, 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 into the walls. 
um, or in the walls, and you think like, oh, maybe they were coming through the walls or something like that. But later on in the movie, especially in the basement scene, you can see people being pulled into the walls. It's very subtle. But what really gets it is there's a scene at the very end when the investigative reporters are going through the abandoned house after the events have happened. Mm -hmm. And there's like blood trails that are literally going into the walls. And that fits in with what um, actually happened in there, which I think... And again, I, I, I've read the AMA by the uh, director, so the, he, I have a little bit more context there. But uh, just kind of what exactly happened on that night. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. It, and that, that is one thing I like about this movie is it doesn't beat you over the head with exposition. It is all there, and you can kind of draw your own interpretations here and there. There, there are a couple little things that I wish they would have made clearer a little bit easier. Like you said, the field scene where they sat down and they're just like, I, we, we, we can't do this. We can't open up a haunted house that's actually haunted. And they say, no, we have to because Paul did this thing. And they're just like, oh, Paul did this thing. I guess we're trapped. Ugh. And they don't ever explicitly say what it is. Um, oh, apparently, they, they need money or something. They, they, yeah, they it was. It was. They don't explicitly say what it was, and I was just like, I think it's because of budgetary reasons. And then I confirmed later on by the director. Yeah, they basically were completely out of money. They had some bad investments, and they could not um, do any more money. Um, so basically, it was either they go forward with this hell house idea, otherwise they are all completely bankrupt and broke. Um, so it was kind of a last ditch effort. They did not have any save left over, so they didn't have a choice to open it up. Basically. Hmm. What I yeah. say, that was that was like an interesting element. Like, I I liked the idea of like you know aside we were talking about like you know the, the technical dead musical and, that, and the, you know that that musical doesn't tour necessarily like the the one the, the version I saw the HD remake or they call it of of it they like they set up in certain towns and that you know they, they get the cast to come perform it and, you know they, they get them they rehearse stuff and then they you know then they're then they're out of it again uh, and like that kind of made me think of this where you know they 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 go you know they find a location they set up the haunted house and they have to recruit actors to come in and do it. And it, the, the, I, I did like that element of seeing them try to piece things together. Like, and it's kind of like best, uh, not best worst movie. Um, fuck, what's the what's the room? The Disaster Artist. It has that same kind of like, yeah, like yeah. those are the elements I liked as them kind of like you know trying to put things together and stuff. Like, I also sort of preferred it if it was more of that of them trying to get it down and like the drama. You know, see some successes and mm-hmm. stuff of like you know going and then think, having things go to shit. I would like that a little bit more. Uh, but that part I did find yeah. interesting. So I, I thought that is that it was kind of a, a, the fact that they you know were bankrupt and couldn't you know that idea that like. Yeah, things are haunted. Things are going to shit. But at the same time, like we don't have any way to like make money. We sunk so much time and money into this that like we need to we need to do this. Uh, I thought that was cool. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess that kind of leads me to another question for you as well. In terms of would you go to this house? Like, is, besides the fact that this house is haunted, if this house was not haunted, would this be an actual good haunted house? Would this be effective haunted house based on the behind the scenes footage and stuff like that? I mean, it looks pretty lame. I'm not gonna lie. I agree <laughs> um, from, from, from what we saw, but but you know, it's also like what, what, one of the things they were saying is that this is a haunted house that like has a history within the town. So it's that kind of idea. Like, not only are you going to a haunted house, you're going to a haunted house that has relevance to your family, to you know your the area. Like that's kind of interesting because then there's more of that morbid curiosity of like, yeah, you know, like I don't. I'm, I wouldn't drive, like, out of the city or, you like, they'd have people from coming out of the city to go here. Like, I wouldn't do that. But if this is in my local town and I know of this, like, crazy murder that happened in this house and, like, hey, we're going to open it up or we're going to use that murder as part of our, like, backing for the story of this haunted house, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be down. I'd be curious. It's doing all you the know. heavy lifting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think, I think for me, that's that's it. Yeah, because otherwise it was, it was pretty lame. Um, I it, it, Like, it seemed pretty mediocre. Um, 
but it also seemed like the only thing they put effort into was the basement scene uh yeah. more or less um so yeah i don't know how about you would you uh no i, I again <laughs> i think i agree like it, it is okay yeah sure the history is behind it but i would not drive what was like an hour outside new york or something like that to go see it it, mm-hmm. it, it did look pretty lame honestly I, I personally like haunted houses where like there's a lot more actors, there's a lot more interactive stuff, um, almost like a haunted house escape room, possibly like a light escape room areas. And then I, I think that's kind of my ideal haunted house. Just creativity is the biggest thing. Mm. And for this one, it seemed like a whole bunch of stuff was stuffed in there or props and was stuffed in there with no rhyme or reason. Um, and I don't think, yeah, that was the most effective on that front. Yeah. So well, I, no, that- I would not, I would not go to this haunted house. I think they also fucked up with crowd control because I feel like the way you're supposed to do this, yeah. you're supposed to send like small groups of people in, but it was just a stream of people walking. So even if one person has a scary experience, everybody around behind them sees it happen. You know, like, yeah, and that is a big ca- problem. Big yeah. problem with haunted houses as well is that happens a lot. So yeah, you're like, oh, there's that guy who jumps out at you, like because uh-huh. also like was there not an exit from the basement? Because was uh, it designed? Yes, there people- was. Oh, there was. Yeah, the storm door it was how they were going to exit the haunted house entirely. However, on opening night, it was locked. So, okay, that, I was, that was the like, original way. What to was the plan? Around. Yeah, okay, yeah. and that nobody decided to go around and open it, like unlock it. Uh, they was on like locked from somewhere. I don't know. It, it, at that point, it was just like the the demon or whatever it was actually the locked demon it. lock. Like, yeah, uh, it, well, it was should... magical, magical, magical shit at play at that point. So like again, like, I, I, were there any other characters that really stood out to you? Like uh, Paul, Sarah was really the only one. Paul, yeah. Paul, Paul was the the cameraman, the facial hair guy with the mustache and everything, right? Yeah, he he had a bunch of weird like he, this dude like rubs off like or like hand waves a lot of like weird shit happening in the middle of the night. I feel like mm-hmm. he sees the most shit going down and, and like even shows it to them on video, and he's like the like, most like, huh, that's weird. I something in my room at night. Turns on the light. Huh, okay, and turns off the light again. You're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yep. you, should, you should be, like, you have video evidence of, like, and that's the thing I don't get, too, like, the, the creepy clown that they were talking, you know, that, that's, that yeah. moved around. Those are dummies who can't move, right? Mm-hmm. So, yep. w- when you first saw one upstairs walking around, and you're like, oh, this must be my buddy Jeff, like, when you make, no, 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 wait, those are, those aren't, those aren't costumes, those are, like, those are, like, dummies, like, that, mm-hmm. who can't turn their head, theoretically. Like, yeah. why, you're not like they're just like somebody's playing a prank on us somebody's doing this but you saw it move you saw it move. like come on like like if somebody's fucking around with you guys and you see you're, you're launching this thing for a business i would be afraid of just like the liability of like, somebody gonna kill somebody like you know i'd be like uh-huh. what is going on that somebody's here fucking around with our shit you know like i feel like uh i don't know he saw a lot of shit go down and then didn't and they didn't really seem to care uh up until the end and even then they were kind of like yeah you know like i don't know i feel like uh that Paul saw a lot of shit. Paul Paul was the biggest idiot in this movie to me. Um, mm. But maybe because he's partly possessed, I don't know. I don't know what his deal was. Yeah, th- th- there's a lot of little things, especially kind of going on through. But it also did feel like they weren't really 100% concerned with liability. Um, well, they, they weren't concerned about safety. They were more concerned about liability. I think they had that one conversation. It was just like, oh, let's not put a camera in the basement, even though we have the half-naked girl chained up. We're just going to have Josh the Clown be her bodyguard. Um and that sort of yeah. thing too. So it felt like there was a lot of stuff like they didn't really care. And 
I mean, the, these guys are jerks, honestly. I, I can't yeah. remember if there's any one of them that was just kind of, like, decent on that front because they all kind of blended together for me. But, I mean, they kept saying some really sexist and terrible things to a lot of people on that front. And I was just like, oh, geez. So they did not seem like they were intended to be good characters or characters that wanted the best for their, um, what am I trying to say, customers on that front. Hmm. Oh, actually, speaking of which, the Sarah... Sarah was was dating the CEO guy, right? Uh, yes, Al- she was Alex. dating one of them. I can't remember who the yeah. one it was though. The, the main guy. She he, she's yeah, he, yeah. she's dating the, the Doug, Doug, Doug Walker guy. But then we see yeah. him hitting on that the girl, the basement girl, at one point. And mm-hmm. it's really awkward because Paul's like, "What are you doing, man?" He's like, oh, "Leave us alone." And you're like, "What the fuck? Like, what? If, this is on video. You're like hitting on this girl blatantly in front of like the camera. Like, yep. That's fucking weird. I don't know, man." Uh, it, that, that that seemed weird and they're like i don't know is it paul who's the one who goes and like cuts the girl's shirt open at one point at the end i'm like what is going on uh, i think that like, was paul um no paul was possessed at that point so oh yeah i don't know it was other guy i don't know who it, it was mysterious fourth guy mysterious fourth guy yeah <laughs> i still don't know who the fuck he is um uh but okay all right yeah that, yeah that was, that was weird and, and so what what was so can you tell me like so what happened did, Yes, yeah. Like, what, what was okay. the history of the Hell House? Because like, I, I got the end. There's some weird culture going on at the end. I got that. But like, do you know like what mm-hmm. actually was going on? Like, what was the deal? Yeah, sure, absolutely. So basically, um, and this this is all context throughout the movie. I'm not spoiling anything for the sequels. I have no idea of anything that happened in the sequels. Uh, but basically, there are little bits and pieces here where you can get context that the hotel owner, the one who hung himself in the dining room, was very, very interested in learning how to open portals to hell. Um, and it wasn't specifically called Hell, which, fun fact as well, Abaddon, the city that this uh, takes place in, is actually Hebrew for, like, a portal to Hell. So it's very oh. literal in that way. Uh, so basically, yes, he's trying to open a portal to Hell. That's also in the director's cut as well, in the scene where the shit hits the fan and you see the robe figures in the basements and they're, like, converging on all the people. Um there is a little extra scene. It's literally about three seconds long of an actual hole in the basement exploding outward. So the portal to hell is actually created in there. So oh. that's what happens um, in terms of everyone's night comes on in. I guess there's something like sacrifices need to be made or something like that in order for the portal to be open. And that's kind of what triggers it. Or they just kind of recognize that, okay, they're bringing people on in and this is going to be a huge influx of people, a lot of sacrifices coming on in as well, and that's what they need. Because it's, it's kind of a slow process, basically, just kind of taking, I don't know, following one buffalo back to find the herd or something like that. Um, mm. But that's kind of the premise of what's going on here on that front. So, so And I actually... Like, okay, go ahead. What's that? So, the, the, so I, 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 I do remember seeing, like, people downstairs in the basement, like, culty people or maybe the demons, I don't know. So... Are they the ones who opened the portal, or is the portal open that allowed them to come out? Like, did, um, like, were, were they behind the scenes this whole time, fucking around with things to, to make the portal open? Or yes, did I, they come I, I don't when the think that the, the, the robe figures came out, out until the portal was open. But I figured like there was some sort of haunted energy that was subtly influencing the people to take the necessary steps in order for the floodgates to open. And the clown was one of them, maybe. Yeah, that's that are, fucking like, clown. Are, are the clowns directly related to? At the Abaddon Hotel, or they were, or they said no. that the Hell House LLC people brought in. That that the, the clowns were something that the hell the the Hell House people brought on in, and it was just kind of a prop that was possessed because they did say like, oh yeah, we worked with these clown props before. They don't turn their heads at all, and then they actually okay. do turn their heads later on. It's just like whoa. 
Um, uh, and then, but yeah, that, sorry, go ahead. Uh, uh, last question. Sacrifice girl at the, in the basement. Yeah. Was, so we saw clown guy run out. The guy who's protecting her ran out. Did something happen to her? Cause I don't, I don't uh, yeah, I no, she got taken. Like she was, she was the easy pickings for the cult guy. So yeah, she was, she was taken. And when we say taken, like killed or taken? Like uh, killed, taken somewhere? Taken. I, I, I'm assuming taken somewhere, probably dragged to hell at some point. That's what I'm assuming. I, I'm assuming okay. the sequels go into a little bit more detail about that. But the director in the Ask Me Anything did specify like some of these people actually died and some of these people were just dragged to hell. And there's a clear difference between the two. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on right, uh, right, with right, that. Okay. But maybe the sequel's going into that. But yeah, there is a clear difference on that front. What these demons want. I mean, maybe they just want typical demon shit on that front. That's what demons do. Um, but yeah. What did you think of just like... Because basically later on in the movie, after the shit hits the fan and the portal to hell opens and people are coming around, um, basically the scary guys that kind of you see out of the corner of your eyes are these big, like seven, eight foot tall robed figures and that's kind of all you see they apparently have the ability to just spontaneously appear in place Mm. anywhere they want to be um, and they slowly kind of glide towards you what did you think of those characters like in terms of their design and everything oh they're all right i got i didn't i didn't like notice them like i i I didn't get like a good look at them i feel like but they were all right like I don't know. At the end, when they appeared in, the, in like the attic, when the guy was choking himself, I was like, "Come on!" Like, I, don't, I don't know. To me, that kind of ruined it. Not, not ruined it, but like, I, don't know, I would have preferred something more. I don't know, interesting than 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 just them being like appearing there. I don't know. I would have. Mm-hmm. I just. I would have found something else to happen. Like I, I, again, I couldn't really see what was going on in the basement, and then them just kind of appearing at the top. I was like, ah, that's not interesting. Like, I thought the Paul reveal at the end was inter- was effective and interesting. They were just kind of like, I don't know. I don't like when things just randomly appear in movies because it just feels like cheating to me. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, it, there that, there that, has like... to be some sort of inconsistent incon- internal logic, even if the logic makes no earthly sense. But it yeah. has to be some sort of internal logic. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, it's like some precedent for that happening earlier. But just at the end when they randomly appear, it just feels like... Like, had we seen them earlier? Had I seen them out of the corner of their eye a lot earlier? Like, had they been kind of in the corners? Maybe they were. Well, like, I, I, I've seen, yes, I've seen... there was. Well, because I've seen, I saw the dummies and the clowns a lot in the background and stuff when uh-huh. moving around. But I feel like I didn't see these like these exact figures. I maybe I'm wrong. But there I was, like I see... yeah, there Wait, was one at the very, very beginning of the movie. And sorry for interrupting, but basically, no. like at the very beginning of the movie, where they're taking the initial tour of the house and kind of moving the camera on through, um, there is a robed figure in the back um, against the wall, and it's kind of subtle. And like it, okay, it actually, would be yeah. a blink and miss it uh, points at that point. Um, but however, like the camera does specifically focus and zoom on into it and play some creepy music, and I'm just like, oh come on, guys! Get, this yeah, is- actually, I think I think I remember that actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I was there, uh, there were a lot of kind of sneaky hidden people in in this movie, like uh, like hidden people, like the like uh, what's that movie that show, The Haunting House? Uh, ha- yeah, Haunting House. House. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I did. I saw a lot of people. That one point, it was like I saw somebody there, and the actors seemed to see it. Like the people were, like were saw it there, and they didn't seem to care. So I'm like, should. Is that a creepy thing, or is that part of? I couldn't tell if that was part of the haunted house, or if that was something that like I was seeing uh-huh. that they weren't because like it's it's one of the ending parts where they're running around and you see it earlier. And I'm like, ooh, he's gonna, you know, it's gonna be a blink and a miss it. But then they come back and he's still there. So I'm like, maybe that was just a prop. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. There are a couple moments. Yeah, like and that there were a lot of good know. moments like that. There is one near later on in the series um, at the very end when the um, 
the, the, the investigative team is kind of going on through after the events of the Hell House. And they basically, there's a clown mannequin in the corner standing in a doorway. And then the camera pans mm-hmm. back and forth. And it's replaced entirely with one of the main male characters. Um, but the characters don't notice at all. It's a very blink and you miss it moment. And I, w- I wish this movie had a lot more of that. It's like the blink and you miss it. Something's not quite right out of the corner of your eye, but they don't zoom in until immediately oh that's what's going on here that's the thing <laughs> so yeah but i did like i like how they tied to so like in the in the youtube video the opening of the people kind of going through the um uh the house the people like experiencing the haunted house the guests you see like certain characters you see like a clown guy run by you see this woman run off and run through a door and stuff and at the end of the film we see uh that same thing but happening from the crew's perspective so you're seeing that these people who are running out are like either because they're scared of what's going on or because the you know the director sends person to go run up these stairs to go to go check on something so i did like that that kind of like i don't know the book ending of those elements it reminded me a lot of um one cut of the dead a little bit you know we're kind of mm-hmm. see like that that those elements kind of tie together again um so that was cool i like I, I thought that was that was fun uh yeah that was that and was the other well, thing as well, well I do kind of want to get back into um, the cloaked figures as well, because I personally did not find the cloaked figures scary at all. I I, I wish they would have went with anything else, like even like some sort of shitty-looking animatronic or shitty-looking mannequin (laughs) out of the corner of your eye. There's ways to frame the camera. Like, don't show the whole thing. Show only little parts of it as well. But I don't know. Personally, for me, like, cloaked figures do not scare me in any Mm. sort of way. I, I don't find it particularly creepy. I kind of find it... It kind of looks cheap-ish, so. Well, yeah, I feel like they've done something with them. That's like we don't we don't see them do anything, so we have no reason to be afraid of them. I feel like. Or, yeah, you know, that's true. Actually, like I feel like that's part of it. Is like if I saw them doing something and then I saw them, I'd be like, oh fuck, they, you know, even if they just fucking stab some guy. If we just saw them like like you know run somebody through the knife, then you're like, all right, well that's I know what your danger is. Uh, yeah, know, or like, literally it's... drag them into the floor, drag them into a wall, and you think, oh fuck, that's that's crazy. Yeah, because like are we? Because is it to be implied then that? They they killed because like so at the end right there's uh, main guy hanging up CEO guy hanging himself there's yep. girl there's Sarah and then there's other guy uh, and <laughs> and I don't we don't see what happens to the other guy so you know we just assume he just gets got right there but you know again it would have yeah. been interesting to see what they actually do to one of the people because we you know we see Sarah later so it'd be interesting to see like one person actually you know get got so we actually understand the danger and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, because that, that was our opportunity to do so. Like, you know, maybe that was an extended cut. Maybe they actually show something happened. Um, but yeah, he just kind of gets disappeared, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It would have been interesting. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, and I think maybe the sequels might get into a little bit more. Oh, too, okay, awesome. But, uh, I, maybe, maybe. I have no idea. But uh, Or yeah, just going to try to uh, fight them off, too. Because like, they, they don't... These guys don't see what happens in the, in the house, haunting the house, right? No. So they, and they haven't really experienced much actual haunting, right? It's all been Paul who's experienced haunting. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm surprised they don't take a fucking swing at this guy. You know? Yeah, like I guess maybe, maybe friend was trying to hold, hold up uh, CEO so he didn't, you know, completely choke. Uh, so that may have been part of that problem. But then what happened mm-hmm. there too? Like, did did the cultist hang him? Did he get possessed and hang himself? Like, what was going on there? Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I, I assume like it was just one of those things. Where, like the cultists have these like telekinetic powers, where they basically just kind of fast forwarded time, or just like put them up there using their powers and that sort of thing too. So, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that that that, that um, yeah, that, that part's losing me a little bit, but yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, let's see. I might not on that front. Are there, are there any scenes like were really effective to you? Like, there's the whole clown scene where the clown mannequin is slowly coming on and. 
Um, one, actually, one thing I did really like about this movie is I could never get a solid pulse on the layout of the house because we do see it in detail. Um, hmm. We see every room in detail. We see every room pretty well, but at various different stages um, on that front. So I, I, I do like the fact that I, I feel like they intentionally shot it so you could never really put a pulse on the layout of the house. Things kept changing around on you, which I do really like. I, th- I thought that was a great way to kind of disconcern yourself. Hmm. Actually, I thought, I thought it was pretty consistent most of the time. The only part that got me is I kept forgetting it was fucking upstairs. At what point when they're fucking smarting upstairs, I'm like, how many fucking floors does this place have? Like, they go yep, one yep, set of stairs, I'm like, that must be the end of it, right? I'm like, nope, another set of stairs. Like, oh shit, you guys are just <laughs> like, when they start getting chased at the end and they're bolting, I'm like, where the fuck are you guys going? Did you guys only convert the bottom into a haunted house? Like, maybe, <laughs> like, I feel like you could have used more of this giant building. It seems like you only used, like, literally the ground floor and this is going to be like, this big thing, maybe making it more of an experience. I don't know, man. Uh, I made a plan to, you know, over the years, you know, improve it each year or something like that. But I was kind of like, man, you guys mm-hmm. really. This is a fucking huge, and you clearly did not use it. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, otherwise, like, in terms of what stood out to me, I, again, I think the Paul, the Paul, Paul versus Sarah, I think was like the to me the best part. Um, I think you know, I think that was that was cool. Um, where Paul, where she, Sarah comes runs over to at the like, at the end of the events. Sarah sees Paul, she runs over to him, and he's possessed and beats her to death with the camera, which I thought was awesome. Yep. Um, and then what? He, what did he cut his neck with? He picks like, uh, a shard of glass. It was a okay. shot oh, from from yeah, the camera. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. They yeah. did they did mention it at the very beginning of the movie as well. It was just like, oh, this person, you know, killed himself with a shard of glass or something like that. So, okay, yeah. that makes but sense. that was another kind of blink and then you miss it sort of moment. But I liked it too because so. he knocked her out and then somebody else dragged her off. So that was kind of cool. Because you're like, ooh, what's going yeah. on? Yeah, um, dragged into the wall. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got dragged into the wall. Um, mm-hmm. And then yeah, and Anna did, did the ending. The ending to me. So you, you know, the, I, thought, I thought the ending of the Hell House incident was cool. Um, the ending of the actual, excuse me, like uh, the, the reporter team, the end of the actual film, I didn't, I don't know, mm-hmm. didn't hit for me. I, I think, again, it was kind of the same thing was up in the attic or just kind of like spooky cultists, you know? I don't yeah, know. I, I agree. So basically those who haven't seen the movie, but I just don't give a shit at this point. Um, basically, so yeah, like we said before, the whole framing device is this investigative team is trying to document the incident that happened on opening night of Hell House. Most of the middle section of the movie is footage of them showing how Hell House was opened um, and just the behind the scene footage and getting this house set up and making sure everything's going the month beforehand. Um, but after the incident occurs and we're caught up to the present timeline, the investigative team meets with Sarah, who is the only survivor. We've been interviewing her this entire time. And she basically says, hey, can I take a break? Can we go ahead and, um, you know, continue this later? And then she says, oh, you should go ahead and check out the house. Uh, you know, it's five in the morning. No one's going to be there. Go ahead and uh, <laughs> see what's on there for, for yourself. And so the investigative team goes on in tries to find it, weird stuff starts happening, like they cannot find um, the room number for Sarah. Like, it just does not exist at the hotel she's currently staying at. Not the haunted hotel, but the actual hotel. So they go into the hell house after the incident. They find all the stuff that we've been seeing throughout the movie, which is a pretty good way to kind of reflect and look at it at the very end. Uh, but they do have one final twist where basically they do find the room number that Sarah says they stay, she's staying in in the hotel they walk into the room and immediately the door locks cultists appear out of nowhere and it's kind of the last minute twist of oh shit sarah's dead or possessed the entire time and she led these people into a trap and bam 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 
So, yep, that's uh, that's kind of the last twist right there. And I agree. I think it would have been a lot stronger if the investigative team, like, just investigated it and then maybe came back and... Or, like, maybe they just saw the dead body of Sarah somewhere in the hotel, but there was no final, like, kill. I, I, I thought it was kind of, oh, she was dead all along. It was kind of a weak twist, and... I felt that lingering horror might be better than the, you know, loud noises <laughs> um, horror that we kind of went with. That yeah, makes sense. That, that, I agree with you. Like, I think, uh, honestly, having, just having to go in there and having some, like, scuffle occur, you know, some unseen scuffle, and then having to just cut, and then you know, having like, a little note saying, like, you know, this team was never seen since then, something like that, you know. the This last tape appeared at, you know, P.O. Box, blah, 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 at one point in the future, and that's how I have this information. Like, just something like that, I think would have been better. Um, so, yeah, seeing the, the fucking cultists again just felt dumb. Um, and I agree I think it's just I think my biggest problem is just I did not enjoy the cults I did not feel like they were scary for the build up the build up was there but I don't think the payoff for the cultist was good yeah it was also weird like why did they kill these like why are you killing these reporters I guess is the question too like what's the goal like like if Sarah was a ghoul or like a ghost can they just fucking leave the hell house and they want to and go off into other places and get you know get Mm-hmm. interviews and shit like that because that opens up that question for me too if it, it like you just have the context are confined to a certain area but like these people theoretically haven't gone to the house yet right yeah and so like what's their they don't have a connection to the house so what how does she get in contact with them how does that work uh you know that, that and like you know why is she able to come out and talk to them if she's a ghost and like mm-hmm. did did were this cultist really like yeah we just need two people you know Two more people. That's all we need. Like, why would they? Why? Why? Why just these two people? Uh, if that yeah. was the goal, when they probably could have done. And also, too, you got to think like, if people were, if they put in a documentary about this place, um, I mean, there's going to be urban explorers all over. So more people like putting out a documentary about this place would generate more people coming to this location than anyone else. So well, yeah, it's it's also weird because theoretically, the documentary we're, we are watching is put together by that guy who they gave the film to. So, right, uh, whatever the guy's name is, right, he's the one who, who tries to call them and stuff and is like, you know, he's trying, he's trying to, because he, he sees the footage, so he sees what happens. He's trying to get them to not go in there, right? Uh-huh. So, like, uh, that, that's a little weird uh, because now, now there's, because we have, that means we also have the footage from their camera as well, uh, isn't this, because it was included in the movie we saw. So that implies that somehow he recovered that footage as well. So now there's multiple sets of footage of these fucking cult members. <laughs> right i mean it's not like the footage never seen again you know it's like nope and it's not like you can just explain it away like now there's there is now multiple you know instances at, at the original hell house night and uh of the two people uh being killed by these cultists or being attacked by these cultists so i feel like that's gonna create like a whole like not just a haunting but like ah maybe we need to like you know look into murderers and like you know like maybe we need to like you know because they, they they frame it originally as like uh, uh, some kind of like tech malfunction that you know occurs that starts to have everything happen in the first place so they you know they're blaming it on that and it's like oh no it's ghosts but you know blah, blah, blah. but now you have two proofs of evidence of people being there and fucking with people so that yeah. that like changes that a lot too like I feel like now there's a movie out there that shows people getting attacked by cultists in two mm-hmm. two occasions like I don't know, that's different and like somebody getting dragged to hell theoretically if, if that's in the footage I don't know you know like that's that's interesting that's like a oh that makes i feel like a, a, a i don't i know that one of the sequels some of the sequels are prequels and stuff i'm curious like if there's an actual sequel sequel of like mm-hmm. here's a documentary about the documentary that was being made about this documentary you know like and they'd be like oh man people saw like you know that that i think you know this would take, take a page out of halloween and be like 
uh, you know, have some podcasters being like, oh, man, I found this footage. And, like, it was weird that people didn't investigate the fact that there's cultists here. So we're going to try to find about the cultists and, like, you know, have them go around town and stuff and interview people. And, yeah. You know, that, that, could be, that could be interesting. Um, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, like, I, I feel like we've been concentrating a little bit on the microisms of the scenes and that sort of thing, too. Overall, I, I did feel like this movie, it did have a charm to it in terms of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you did see these people kind of set up this haunted house. There was a little bit of camaraderie around that front. I did think that the style that they told it, the found footage angle, was very, I, I wouldn't say unique, but it was kind of refreshing on that front. Um, I, I do feel there were several pretty effective scares, like the clown. I, I did really like the clown in terms of the scenes where they come around, especially the one where the clown is standing at the top of the steps of the basement stairs and slowly turns his head. Um, there's a lot of little subtle scenes like near the end where the guy gets replaced, um, in the doorway standing on in there. Um, some of them were a little bit ridiculous, like the scene where, uh, I think it was Paul who hid from the ghost from under the sheets uh, for the girl that, that was a little bit ridiculous. Like that could have been lit less because she was very brightly lit and like, it was very clearly see the makeup and everything on that front, uh, the, the, the horror movie makeup. So I feel like if they shrouded a little bit in shadow a little bit more, that would have been better. Um, was that but Sarah overall, or is that another girl? Who, who no, was I, that? I think that was the girl that the hotel manager killed. Um, okay. Either okay. the mother or the daughter, one of the two. Because um, it was not Sarah. Because that's why at the beginning, when it's just the silhouette, he thinks it's Sarah, but it's not really Sarah. And then that's just kind of the terrifying thought of just like someone you thought it was was really a complete stranger. Um, okay. But yeah. That's that right there. Um, but overall, yeah, I really liked it. I am curious to see the sequels. I probably will see the sequels at some point. I'm not putting high expectations on it. Um, but I, I do feel like this is overall a net game for the horror community. I did really mm-hmm. like this film. So, yeah, would recommend. Um, yeah. So if you have anything else to talk about, we can do that. Otherwise, let's jump into our classic segment. Where would you take the sequel from there? Ooh, uh... Hmm. I mean, I like the idea of exploring the origins of like what happened in it. So like, I, that seems to be one of the films based on the name House LLC Origins. Um, but at the same time, I, I don't know. I would like, I think it would be more cool to have a sequel, you know, kind of like I mentioned, a podcast or something like that coming back to explore the house again, but then having it turn out to be something more than just the hotel and more of the community base. Like basically uncover me this cult going on throughout the place. So have it be like, oh yeah, like, you know, we use the whole house as our like, loci of like you know where this thing happens to be like you know people won't look at the butcher shop if they have the haunted house there so by using the haunted mm-hmm. house as a murder place no one's gonna you know one's gonna check the library and have it be this like you know, have people go to explore it again but then have it slowly be, realize that it's actually it's like the town of abaddon itself abaddon whatever you call it not just the hell house and the hell house is just like you know that's where we do it that's where we do our that's where we do our shit or maybe they even like maybe that maybe the people of the of the uh we found out people of the town actually like fucked with the hotel owner to make him do this or you know did the rituals that got him poisoned into it you know so you find out that mm-hmm. like, maybe they're more complicit in this than it seems I, that to me that would be cool um I, that, that's where i'd want to go with that i'd want it to be like finding out that the town's involved and you know and that would make the cultists better you know the cultists would be like people in the town sneaking in so they they've been there the whole time kind of sneaking in and out while people were doing shit because uh, they you know they, they know the building well uh and that could make it a little bit, make a little more sense as to what's going on uh that would mm-hmm. that, that, that would work better for me how about you uh yeah so i think my first thought was just like let, let's try a jurassic world style thing mm. um but make it a little bit better um i think it would be fun if like 
someone finds the footage. Well, th- there was the one guy from the investigative team that didn't die. He was actually trying mm-hmm. to call them to escape and say, like, oh, Sarah's actually dead the whole time. That's what I found. Um, but basically, I think it would be good if, like, some entrepreneur kind of came on in and said, oh, shit, this is a haunted house that's actually haunted. I can make some money off that. And basically, it's kind of like a man versus nature sort of thing, except this one is man versus demons or some shit like that, uh, where basically he says, advertises as, like, this house is genuinely haunted and then, like, tries to set up ways to fight against the house to keep the patrons safe. But, of course, stuff doesn't happen. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that would probably be a little bit more fun in terms of, yes, everyone knows it's actually haunted, however the person who runs it is actually or maybe they don't they don't even know it's actually haunted they just use it as an advertising sort of thing um but kind of going on in we fixed it we did that so that sort of thing or like a a halloween resurrection where like stay the night in the house and like you know have everybody go around there and be like oh man who's in in that movie who was that uh was it eligible cool j yeah yeah yeah, or Ice yeah, Cube was, or something like that. Uh, Ice Cube was in um, was in H two O. So yeah, I think it was Ella Cool J. Uh, it, no, it wasn't. Halloween Resurrection. Uh, Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes. Right. Yeah. 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 It wasn't Ella Cool J. But I think Ice Ice T or uh, one of them was in. Um, whoever was in Deep Blue Sea was also in. Uh, gotcha. That's Ella Cool J. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. I have 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 Buster Rhymes come back and he'll be like, yeah. trick or Dude, treat, mother house. Like a shot, Finn. I'm sorry. Now that sounds stuck in my head. <laughs> Deepest uh, blue is my hat, just like a shucks fin. But if you have out. not heard LL Cool J's uh, theme song to Deep Blue Sea, I would I would recommend just searching Deep Blue Sea to LL Cool J and kind of taking it from there. It's great. It's wonderful. I'm also I'm uh, also thinking uh, if they want to like you know play on the title a little bit, maybe have it be that you know after the end of this movie they decided to demolish the house, but then like years later they build the housing complex on it, so then it's hell uh-huh. houses. Yeah. LLC or hell I guess not LLC any hell houses what's incorporated maybe because you know now it's a uh, now it's a now it's a uh, there's like a homeowners thing involved <laughs> hell house so. homeowners association yeah hell house uh, what else I got here a holding corporation hell house uh, PLLC or something like that <laughs> you know just, just, just going keep, on through that's the, that's the thing to keep changing don't do it hell house one or two have it be like just keep yeah. changing the uh, the thing real the estate acronyms there we go bam find them, find them. <laughs> remember feic <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> they're their fiduciary now but i guess they are i don't know they're those demons they're just trading stocks left and right oh um, i gotcha the, the irs is completely run by demons that makes sense <laughs> sam beckman free is sense. actually the cult leader at the end Yes, that that was low hanging fruit, but I went for it. Uh, but yeah, good stuff, good stuff. But yeah, any final thoughts on Hell House LLC? Uh, you know, like you said, I think it's a pretty solid found footage film. I I don't think there's many of them that are that great, so I think it's I think it does a pretty good job. Uh, I think uh, I agree. Yeah, it just does well. And actually, I am curious on that front for you. Just like, what do you consider like found footage that actually you really enjoyed? Like, what what is the ones that you've seen that you would recommend? So for me, the genre might just not be for me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I think it's it, it's very similar to my feeling with um, um, with going to haunted houses, where I'm just like, nah, this can't be like, <laughs> like I don't know. I I just never see a point in my life where I'm carrying around a camera with me in the middle of shit going crazy. And anybody who true. does, 
I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I just can't. Um, Got to get that, those likes and subscribes, dude. That, that 13 cameras movie, I think was pretty good, but I don't, I don't want to, like that's, that, that's, I feel like that's like a different kind of found uh-huh. footage movie. Um, trying to think of a good one. That Phoenix Forgotten movie was, was all right. I saw that in theaters. It's about yeah. like the Phoenix uh, abductions. That was all right. Uh, yeah. We did like a, as above, so below. One oh, Cut God, of the was... Dead, I guess, technically, is a found footage movie. Oh, I mean, one, one Cut of the Dead, to me, is top tier. Uh, yeah. I don't... <laughs> I forgot... I honestly forgot that um, As Above, So Below is... Yeah. Wow. I, I, I think about scenes from that movie, and I still can't even imagine. I, I only remember the end when they put the camera down at the very end. Otherwise, I, like, yeah. I, I, would, not, I would not remember that that's that movie's found footage. Wow. Yeah. I utterly uh, forgot. Rec, Rec is also in there, too. Rec was pretty oh, good. Oh, Rec, All the Rec's VHS great. movies. Um, uh, I, I guess... Yeah. Uh, no, 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 Ray, the curse. We did that one too. That was pretty good. That's found footage. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I guess oh, that's true. Like, uh, it's one of those things where, like the good found footage movies don't even recognize their found footage. Um, cause they integrate it so well into the plot or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess I, I, I agree. Yeah. It definitely does feel like a lot of it is kind of an excuse. It, it, it's like when they all, whenever horror movies put a, little line in there about like oh the cell phone signal doesn't work or something like that to explain why they're not calling 911 it's just like okay yeah we get it we get it and it's just like there's a lot of inconveniences to set up that found footage movie on that front so mm. well because even as above so blow like i don't know if we talked about that we probably didn't because i probably I, I, again i probably forgot it was a fucking found footage movie when we were when we were watching it uh we were talking about it but like the idea that you're like running around in hell essentially and you're finding the philosopher's stone and there's demons and you're just fucking carrying that camera around with you just seems insane to me um mm-hmm. but i guess you know maybe 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 you know we're in the intro pros now that, that that makes a little bit more sense to me where you could just strap a camera to yourself and you forget about it um, yeah and like there there are especially and again, again this is gonna make me sound like oh my god i'm so old blah 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 younger generation um but no when uh my wife and i were in copenhagen like we were just buying a hot dog and on a street vendor and like someone came up to us with a gopo on a stick and they were some sort of like i believe estonian youtuber who was hitchhiking across europe and they were making content but it wasn't like a hey can i film you it was like they literally just kind of tossed it in our face and then said like hey we're hitchhiking through europe we have this bottle of gatorade uh it's still sealed do you want to trade us for anything because that's kind of what we're doing we're not spending any money we're just trading that way across europe um and i was just like i wish you would have told me like hey can we record you while we ask you this question that sort of thing what did you give them um we still had some swedish uh kroner at that point is it kroner i think so uh but basically we we were just gonna exchange it back in the u.s so i'm just like all right we gave them about five bucks worth of the rest of our coins so and then then did you drink that gatorade uh yes we had the gatorade it was still sealed so i drank it and i'm doing okay so i mean i'm yeah. just saying man you can just you know you just get a needle you inject below the label oh yeah saying, you, you could have been you could have been dead could have been... I, I i live i live life dangerously I mean, That's what apparently. I have to say. So now, yeah. what you're saying is we should need to find this YouTube video of you. Oh no, I have it. Uh, they, they actually oh. did put out the YouTube video. Uh, my wife and I are not in it. They skipped our segment entirely. So you, you give them money. I, w- I would respond and be like, "Wow, here I gave you money, and you yeah uh, didn't even include me." And that's probably because they're like, "Well, we drug that. We drug that couple. It's okay." <laughs> well, we didn't expect you to survive from that. Oh my I god, know, we, we thought you were dead. Yeah. Like what? What? <laughs> How did you survive that? Oh my god, I've been dead the whole time. That's the twist, just like Hell House LLC. Everybody, ever since I got back in September, the last few, all of Reboot Ween, I've been dead all along. Ooh. Oh my god. Oh god. No wonder you didn't like Pet Cemetery. 
<laughs> yeah, it hit two home for me. Hit too close. <laughs> too close are home there. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Hell House LLC. Uh, once again, we are Permanent Screwheads Talk Horror. Thank you so much to our opening theme song. That is Horror Movie Story by the band Teddy's Atlas. You can get that off the album Children of the Corn. They are good, good Canadian boys. Uh, once again, we are active on Facebook and Instagram. If you have any requests, go ahead and send it on over. We have done past fan requests. Uh, we're also pretty consensus on there. We've got quite a few friends that we uh, fans that we kind of talk on over to and check out with and you know discuss her. We're always we're always up for those conversations, especially Alien and Predator. That's kind of more Andrew's territory, but uh, he, he loves that shit. Uh, speaking so. of which, the new the Alien Annual, uh, I think Annual Number Two, which is uh, I think a sequel to Thaw, the most recent Alien story, I think comes out this month. Actually, if it comes out. Oh, is it this week? It might come out this week. So nice. uh, anybody who's looking, you know, go check out that new annual. It's going to be good. Cool, cool, cool. Sounds good. We'll check that out. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody, and stay groovy. Bye. Bye.